0: Welcome to this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. Today, we have the beautiful Denise Austin with us, who is a peak performance coach. So welcome, Denise. I'm so excited that you're here today to share your story on Hi. a matter of the heart. And I love the conversation we had beforehand. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thank
1: you. Yes, Lisa, I appreciate you having on. I just, I loved having our pre-conversation about the way we've connected. I tell people always do the hard work, not the hard work, because from when it comes from within, you know, that it is pure, that it's authentic. It's who you are. It's who you serve and it's who you're being. And that is, that is the essence of what gets us where we want and to fulfill our destiny and our passion and leads us to the financial freedom and wealth that we- Deserve. So for those of you who don't know me, I am Denise Oster, award-winning coach or award-winning author of the best-selling book Inhale Abundance, Exhale Bullshit. I run a real estate business and investment business, as well as I am the CEO of Denise Oster Coaching, where I help women ignite their momentum to productivity by using their brilliant and confident skills to create the financial wealth and freedom they deserve how do I do this? This all comes from within. I debunk the barriers, bullshits, and beliefs so you can get real with yourself, to believe in yourself, to trust in yourself, to have the confidence of 110% that you just scaffold your business to the next and highest level and you feel good all around because your confidence is soaring, just like Lisa says. I love
0: that. So tell us, what was your darkest moment before all this started? You became this beautiful coach and this awesome real estate agency and this wonderful author um, with a strong, I love that, the the, the strength that you um, illuminate, the light that shines from you. What was the darkest moment and how did you get there? There were
1: so many dark moments after I had gotten out of high school Um, that led to the dark moments. And what I'm saying is, is after I got out of high school, I had so many missed programmed beliefs growing up as a child and being in environments that were toxic and unhealthy, but I didn't know that. It was, you know, the condition of the external environment that said, this is normal, this is healthy, this is, you know, what it what it portrayed is what I learned. And that is all learned behavior that I took with me. And I took with me out into the real world after you get out of high school and trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and who you want to become. And I took that and it was like, it was all in a box. And it was like, do you just pick out this skill or pick out this tool? And this is how you have to run with it. And this is how you have to act. And this is how you have to respond. And I noticed that that didn't serve me well. That didn't serve me well at all. I felt just entrapped in my own body. And I felt like that there was nothing that fit um, my needs on the external world. It's and, and as a matter of fact, you kind of feel like you just don't fit in. And that was, that was a light bulb moment for me. Because as I went to make the choices of what I want to do, you know, what kind of field I want to go into, where do I want to live? You had to take into consideration all these. And then you would kind of dismiss the idea that maybe those behaviorisms and program beliefs that you learned in your past, maybe they had some validity to them, but maybe they didn't. Do you want to live with that? And should we test them out? So I was constantly testing the waters until I found found my own truth. But the biggest, darkest moment happened when I questioned those programs and beliefs and didn't follow through with what my inner truth and my gut was saying. I tended to believe the people, my environment, my tribe, my external environment that brought on the reassurance and the comfort that it was okay. And the people who would give me the self-doubt and say, well, you can't do that, or you don't want to do this. And I bought into all that. And what happened is, is it came crashing down in, in relationships and, and in, ending in my divorce when I divorced, you know, my children's alcoholic father, I became very, very dark. It was a very, very dark place. And I questioned all the whys and what happened, and what what was wrong with me? Am I broke? You know, what is it that I didn't realize that I was buying into a lot of things that I didn't understand that were on the inside? And people would say, "You have to love yourself. You need to get over this. You need to do this." Well. I thought I loved myself. I got up every morning, right? I put on my underwear and brushed my teeth and took a shower and did everything that everybody else did. Well, I love myself, right? I ate healthy meals and went on with my day. I exercised. I was in sports. So why didn't I love myself? That's not what they mean about loving yourself. It's about knowing your inner truth. And that was the darkest moment when I realized, you know, the scarcity and the fear that was in me, Based on how I was going to survive, where was I going to get food enough to, to take care of two kids on my own? Where was I going to live? How could I manage it all? Yeah, it was, it was the big, darkest place. I couldn't even make decisions for myself until I had to get real to heal. I had to you know, disconnect to reconnect. I had to really stop resisting, and I had to let go. I had to have wow. a connection, and I had to have a connection with God, the universe, and to find out who I was.
0: Yeah, in order to begin your healing. So you made some drastic changes in your key areas of your life, your relationship, your your business, your heart-centered. So the darkest moment when you did that, so it was the pivotal point when you left and decided to be a single parent, and then you moved forward. Like what made you snap at that moment?
1: Well, it took a lot of self-reflection of myself and self-awareness and having that connection to my higher power and also the groups and the support that I had. I had to realize who was in my sphere of influences. Were they healthy? Were they positive? Did they want to really lift me up or did they want to be in the old limited beliefs of tearing you down? So there was a lot of questions that I had to ask for myself. What served me the best? What was serving me? What wasn't serving me? How was I going to go about this? Because it wasn't only my life that I had to, you
0: know, thrive, but I had two children to do that as well. Right. Yeah. And and it's a big decision to have to do that. So when you realize that you had to change, what was the modality that you put into place to help you on the healing journey?
1: You know, it's kind of funny. They always say our mess is our message and it brings us to whatever our pain was, is our passion. And to this day, you know, now that you say that, I see the correlation. One of the biggest turning points in my life was I had unlocked myself. And and that was a turning point where someone had me write a letter, but I was just the scriber. I wasn't the person that had to come up with the words or the thoughts or anything. I was just the scriber. And it was what God would say to me. So that to this day is just such an important piece. Spirituality is really, you know, important to me. It's not something that I preach on other people or I have it in my own way because it has to come from within. And ironically, that happens to be my only magnet into my own programs because it's so powerful if it's done correctly. And it's mm-hmm. always something that you can look back on. And the, and the key point to this whole letter is that you need to tuck it away. And periodically when those dumb moments come, pull it out and look at it. And I know that I, that was like 15, 20 years ago for me. And um, when I moved five years ago, I found it and it was it it just brought tears to my eyes to say, you know what? He's never failed me. He's always been there. He's right. It would all work out. And this is, you know, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, it is. When you put God in the center of your life, it's like, wow. I know for years Mm -hmm. I didn't trust God. I didn't trust myself, let alone God. And, when you actually realize like, okay, wait a minute, what have I done? Like examining yourself, looking, it's a matter of the heart. Like, why do you believe this? What have you been told? The lies that you've been told. And I think you get, I love that the mess in your message. I've never heard that before. Um, and I was just saw that visual of, you know, spelling it out. M E S S A G E mess age. You go through that mess and your message you're growing and as you're through growing, the ages you're aging. You yeah. And it's amazing. Cause I know like for me, pain started as young as three years old, being a dysfunctional family. And I'm, you know, you may have a similar story, but you don't realize how your, your environment and the people, your relationships form your opinions, your thoughts. And we were talking earlier before we recorded how you were just like, well, no, I'm going to prove myself. You know, sometimes that's that's beneficial, and sometimes it could be detrimental because, you know, you can end up people-pleasing, which is what I did, but you were stronger. You became above it, and you're like, no, I am strong. I am confident. I'm going to do this, and it's all about your mindset, and I know you focus a lot of mindset in your coaching programs, and when we can captivate our thoughts and put that into practice and move forward. Um, And that's kind of what your book is about, right? Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your book?
1: Sure. Uh, My book is Inhale Abundance, Exhale Bullshit. And it stemmed from just getting to another pivotal point in my life where I just realized life is too short. There's so much out there in abundance. And it's not just money. It is in relationships. It is in just being outside and the beauty and the nature that we have, that there's so much abundance in everything. It's in conversations. It's in, you know, it's just love. You know, there's so much out there. And I just at one point had a conversation with someone where it went on longer than it needed to be. And there was so much energy in that conversation. I thought, wow, this is toxic, this is draining, this is just not who I am, who I want to be, nor at this point going forward, will I engage in? Mm -hmm. And it's just those, you just, when is enough enough? You know, when is enough enough for you? You have to determine that. So I can stay in this situation and constantly have discussions and, and, and disagreements or arguments, whatever you want to say, And I can continue that every single day or I can choose to live happy and to learn to love myself, to love others, because really, there's only three things that people really want in this world. They want the love, money and the connection, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: the biggest turning point is a little technique that I use to share with people where the book came from, Inhale Abundance, Exhale Bullshit, is that I'm going to bring in from this day forward, the abundance in my life, the friends, the, the social outings, my tribe, my work, my clients, my family, whatever it is with abundance and from a place Mm -hmm. of love, knowing that that's what I've always been capable of and debunking all the barriers and the beliefs and the, the, the unconditioned programming that no longer serves me. And that's where I'm exhaling that bullshit, because it is BS. When you call it out and you label it, it
0: deserves no purpose. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful heart-centered journey. I love that modality. So if you can give advice to someone that went through a similar situation, what would you tell them? If I could just put it
1: in one words, is this hard as it is going to believe, this too shall pass.
0: Uh, my mom used to say that all the time. <laughs> this too shall
1: pass. In the deepest, darkest moments, when you think about one little minute, it seems like a year away. It's really only a short period away. And it all starts up here and comes from here.
0: Yeah, it starts in your mind and it comes from your heart. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and your healing journey. And thank you, listeners. Uh, The information is going to be in the description. So you can go ahead and um, click on the links, get her book, connect with her directly and just really start your journey. And always remember, it's a matter of the heart.